This episode of The Better Business Show is brought to you in association with Triodos Bank, a global pioneer in sustainable banking using the power of finance to support projects that benefit people and planet. To find out more, head to triodos.co.uk. Hello and welcome to The Better Business Show with me, Tom Idle. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up this week. There are good ways of investing your money, and it's really as simple as that. Whatever the kind of money, no matter how much you've got, you can use it to do good. Yes, it's Good Money Week this week, so we're catching up with the folks behind the initiative to explore the evolution of ethical investing. Stay tuned. Yeah, welcome back. This is episode 42 of The Better Business Show. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, as I say, we're marking Good Money Week this week. We've got a chat coming up with Simon Howard. He's the Chief Executive of UK Sustainable Investment and Finance Association, or UCSIF as they're better known. Uh, that's coming up. We're going to find out what's happening this week for Good Money Week and uh, talking more widely about the ongoing kind of situation in ethical investment. As you know, uh, we have been very fortunate to have Triodos Bank on board as a supporter of the show these past four weeks or so. So a big thank you to the team at Triodos for being a part of what we're doing here on the podcast. Um, and as part of Good Money Week, Triodos is, is really sort of demonstrating the positive impact of socially responsible investing Plenty of options for you guys out there if you want to put your money where your mouth is. Uh, if you like the idea of your cash playing a truly positive role in society and in supporting environmental change too, then take a look at the Triodos offer. Um, go to triodos.co.uk slash good investments. Have a look at what they're what the guys are offering there. Now, I urge you all to go and see uh, the new documentary created by Leonardo DiCaprio. It's called Before the Flood, all about climate change. It was released yesterday on Sunday. It's free to watch on YouTube and on various places across the Internet. Uh, And it was also broadcast on uh, National Geographic last night, which is how I watched it. And it's a film that does a number of things really, really well, I thought. First, it's absolutely beautifully developed it's beautifully shot lots of drones being used in images shot across the course of two years and it kind of follows DiCaprio as he sort of goes around the world meeting NGOs and scientists and academics and politicians like you know Barack Obama's in it and John Kerry uh, and also meeting those that have been most affected by the impacts of climate change secondly it does a really good job of simplifying what we all know to be a really big, fat, complex issue. And it doesn't try to... Well, it sort of does it in a way that doesn't try to dumb things down. So you still get to hear from proper, really intelligent, smart academics, NASA scientists, people with a real knowledge and insight in the subject. But it's kind of packaged and edited in such a way that really lays out the problem and the solutions that are available and does it in this really, really smart, intelligent, but simple way it's very 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 clever thirdly i think it it kind of gets that balance right between um well scaring people uh which we know has has often been the case with anything to do with climate change where you kind of scare people and people switch off but but actually it kind of gets that balance between scaring people enough and then also giving them reason for hope and a reason to kind of take action and you can tell that dicaprio is is clearly a kind of skeptic and you can see that he sort of 
he's, he's, he's utterly kind of pissed off, I think, about the state of the world and the perceived lack of effort being shown by politicians and, and he kind of takes it he's, he's, you can see it's, he's all on his shoulders you know and he you can see that he's really struggling with it um but he kind of presents this this picture where particularly towards the end of, of the film where actually you know he does give people a reason that actually if you take action we can reverse the damage we can um not continue to to for, for, you know for things to be the way they they have been so it gives you a reason for hope as well and then lastly, I think most importantly for me, it's I think it will really appeal to newcomers of the subject. And I, you know, listeners of this show, um, as uh, you know, as in myself, I learned absolutely nothing new with watching this film, and it'll be the same for you, I'm sure. But I don't think this film is for us. It's for, it's for, it's more for people coming to this who are new to it. Um, who maybe have a limited awareness of, of the kind of issue or, or limited kind of interest in the issue. And that's that's who it's for. And actually the same thing happened to me, and I tweeted about this last night, but the same thing happened to me about 10 years ago when I watched the Al Gore film, An Inconvenient Truth. And my knowledge and awareness of climate change issues, environmental issues, was really quite minimal 10 years ago. And that movie just had such a massive impact on me and really things just exploded for me from that point uh, after watching that film. Um, in terms of you know igniting my passion and, and an interest in, in actually doing things in this space, and so many people that I've spoken to over the years had exactly the same experience after watching that film, and I think that maybe the same will happen with this film. Um, I guess the frustration is that you know we're ten years further down the line, but I really think this is a very special film uh, before the flood, uh, purely as a you know as an artistic tool to kind of engage people that are currently sat on the periphery or not entirely engaged with the whole the whole kind of climate change issue. So I highly recommend Before the Flood. Whatever you think of Leonardo DiCaprio, I know lots of women really really like the look of him, but um, I'm not a massive fan of him. I think I, I find it quite hard to warm to him as a character. Um, I find him quite sort of detached and he seems quite cold, but he does a very, very good job here of asking the right questions. And as I said before, really sort of simplifying the message. Uh, But yeah, top film, check it out before the flood. Sorry not to have given you the Friday Five last week. I was struck down by a really nasty bug that seems to have been doing the rounds. So many people I've spoken to in the last sort of few days have had it. Uh, yeah, don't recommend it. Please do all you can to avoid the bug that's going around. Uh, anyway, but our Friday Five will be back again this Friday, so look out for that. Um, the best way to not miss a thing is to sign up to the Better Business Show newsletter. Just go to the website, betterbusiness.show. Give us your email address and you'll start getting that on Fridays. Now, to mark Good Money Week, Triodos Bank has carried out a new survey into ethical and social investment. And the good news is that more than 60% of UK investors would like their money to make a positive contribution to society and the environment. However, this survey says that many people struggle to find options when it comes to socially responsible investments. 62% of people say they would like their money to support companies which are both profitable and make a positive contribution to the planet and to society. More than half think that people should invest their money where it can support companies that are making that positive contribution. 47% believe that companies trying to make a positive contribution to society and the planet uh, are likely to succeed in the long term. But here's the rub. 51% have never been offered the option of investing in socially responsible investment funds. 
Uh, and this is a growing market. The socially responsible investment retail market is now worth more than £15 billion in the UK, and that's up from £12.2 billion three years ago. And the demand for more responsible and impactful investments is clearly there. But yeah, 51% of investors surveyed have not been offered sustainable and ethical investment opportunities. And 46% would not know where to go to find out more about them. Over the last five years, the FTSE All World, which excludes fossil fuel companies, has outperformed the FTSE All World Index. And this year, the MSCI SRI Index has outperformed the MSCI World Index. And this is a point we made way back in Episode 7 of the Better Business Show when we, when we spoke to the guys at Etho Capital. And it's just a trend that just continues right now. And this is ultimately the point of Good Money Week, which kicked off yesterday and runs through until the 5th of November. It's a national campaign here in the UK to raise awareness of sustainable, responsible and ethical finance and, I guess, point people in the right direction. Anyway, I caught up with Simon Howard this week. He's the chief exec of the UK Sustainable Investment and Finance Association, the organisation behind Good Money Week, to find out more. So, Simon, tell me what's the purpose of Good Money Week? Obviously, kicks off this week. Everyone's excited about it. What do you hope to achieve with Good Money Week this year? Yeah, sure. Well, Good Money Week uh, promotes the idea and, and, and shows ways whereby people can make their own money do good. So it can be their pension, their bank account, or their ISA. Um, the, the, the point we want to make to everyone, to our fellow citizens, is uh, there are good ways of investing your money. And it's really as simple as that. Whatever the kind of money, no matter how much you've got, you can use it to do good. Okay, okay. And so the idea of having a specific week is that there's lots of kind of events, are there? I mean, what, what, are people, what can people expect from what's happening this week? Well, how are you trying to kind so, of get that message uh, we've out? So we've, we've got some events listed on the Good Money Week website. Uh, we have done some very exciting polling, and we'll be using that to uh, generate some media stories, particularly with an orientation towards the millennials, the young people. Because what our polling in past years shows is the youngsters in particular really want their money invested in a particular way. They're worried about climate change. They're particularly worried about human rights. Things like the zero hours, you know, have real relevance to them. Uh, So, you know, we'll be focusing in on those and showing that there are products available which meet those desires. Okay, okay. And so uh, give me some examples of, of, of the businesses, the banks out there, obviously Triodos being one of those as, as our sponsors here on the Better Business Show. Uh, what, what are your kind of favorite examples of, of where companies are looking after people's money in a, in a different way, in a more fair, responsible, sustainable way? What, is, what does good look like for you? Yeah. Well, if we look in the banking sector, and all the UXIF members are available on the UXIF website, so I'll, I'll try and avoid picking out particular members. That's, okay. that's, that's not what we do. We've got two, over 200 members, so it's ob- it, obviously that, that's, that's not a, a good way to go forward. What increasingly the good companies are doing is they're listening to the customer. So if you ask your bank or your pension provider a question, you'll get a response. Now, that might sound obvious, but in the past, I've been in in finance for, what, nearly 30 years now. It didn't used to be the case. But increasingly, the good banks, the good fund managers, and in particular, the good financial advisors, Mm. when their client asks a question, you get an answer. And so you can ask questions, you know, about anything. It's your right to ask the questions, be it where the money 
is being invested or be it how the bank is conducting business. You know, are you using the internet? Are you doing mobile apps or is it all branch? Nothing wrong with all branch, but increasingly we know people want mobile and they want simplicity. They want plain language. So, you know, the, the good providers are, are doing this on their websites uh, and, you know, we hope that money will flow. We hope the people listening to this will steer their money to the, to the banks and the pension funds which are doing good. Right, right. And, and on the website, you know, to explain some of the concepts, finance is complicated. We can't shy away from that. On the website, we've got a series of one-page guides to sustainable banking, to what a pension fund is, to some of the issues like what is sustainable investment. You know, when the fund managers use terms, what do they actually mean in terms of whether they're buying or selling or avoiding particular companies? So that's the kind of information on the Good Money Week website. Okay, okay. And going back to what you were saying about millennials really caring about, you know, where their money's spent and they, they care about things like climate change. I mean, I mean, do they? I mean, I, I don't want to ask that flippantly, but I mean, obviously, there's a difference between what people say and, and what they actually do. I mean, is there evidence that actually we are seeing more, more kind of uh, demand for responsible Yeah, we, 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 we are seeing some very interesting trends. So, um, if you consider fund management, where people can elect to put their savings or their pension contributions with a particular fund manager, mm. the investment association looks at where the money is going each month and produces monthly statistics. And in the past, funds which the investment association calls ethical, mm. but which you know equate to responsible you know they're looking at the right questions they've traditionally had maybe one percent of the money which people are investing that's jumped over the past 18 months it's now up to you know sort of four three four five percent a month and some experts are telling us and and i think it's likely that this is because people are beginning to choose those kind of funds when they pick their pension fund so there's something called auto-enrollment coming. More and more people are being given pension funds. And it looks like some of them are beginning to choose the good funds, the funds which care about people and an environment. So it's early days. And one day we hope all investment will consider those factors. But it does look like real growth is happening in that area. We know banks like Triodos are bringing new products along. You know, so it, it's happening. The market is beginning to respond. It's a bit slow, but the market is beginning to respond to what people want. And is that also because it, it's going beyond just the willingness of people to do the right thing? That actually these funds are performing, uh, you know, just as well, or, or in some cases better than, than older traditional funds. Yeah, fund performance is is very difficult. Uh, it's an absolute nightmare. So, you know, frankly, we don't talk about it. I think I can say to you, Tom, fund performance has been really good, pretty good over the past five years. There's no certainty it will be as good going forward. But if you consider someone who's saving for 20, 30, maybe even 40 years for a pension, mm. over that time period, we know we'll be burning less oil. We know that tax will have been addressed and that companies which are being overly aggressive in their tax policies they're going to be found out and the public are going to shout them down. So we know over the long run, the right kind of investment, considering the environment, human rights, tax, stakeholder rights, you know, 
All of that is the way to make money. We've seen some spectacular examples of companies getting it wrong. Consider Volkswagen, for instance, basically cheating. Their share price fell by a third and it's not recovered. You know, if you're going to a fund manager who's doing the right analysis, you should avoid any more Volkswagens and your performance should be good. So, you know, doing good will make you better off. That's, that's the idea. That's the logic. It seems really strong. And I guess the, the kind of responsible investor movement is learning all the time. I mean, obviously, no one saw what was going to happen with Volkswagen. I'm just thinking about how you build that criteria to effectively spot where there might be risks. I mean, yeah. obviously, there's some, some clearer risks yeah. than, than others, but it yeah. must be an ever-evolving thing, is it? Yeah, th- this is the really exciting bit for, for running UCSIF, the UK SIF, is the UK is a world leader in this. So I speak to banks who are recognizing that they need to connect, you know, big global issues down to how they invest money. I speak to a lot of fund managers who recognize it and they're looking what's the next big accident and how can we avoid it? Or increasingly, what's the next big opportunity in things like clean water, um, recycling, renewable energy? How can we spot these things and steer savers' money into them? It's really exciting looking at the thinking which is being done. And the thinking is getting better and better. Um, You know, if, if you consider things like climate change or the people pointing out pharmaceutical use is excessive in farm animals and therefore that's making making the pharmaceuticals less effective in humans. This is detailed science-based data. This is, you know, top quality thinking and then it's it's really exciting to see that being applied in the UK finance system. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's a real intellectual challenge, but the, you know the UK is up for it. We we're world leaders in this. Well, that's good to know. And how long have you been working in this kind of field, Simon? So uh, I've been in it only about five years. I was a traditional fund manager, you know, buying and selling Sainsbury's and Tesco's and things like that. Okay. But I was being asked to forecast what the stock market would return in the medium term. And when I looked at it, you know, it really did come down to climate change and the oil companies. They're still a very large sector of the stock market. Mm. Now, if we carry on burning too much oil and destroying the climate, those companies will remain profitable and the stock market might return, I don't know, 5, 6, 7% a year. Mm. But when climate change bites, those companies will lose value. They won't be able to burn the oil and coal they own. And the value will switch to the renewables and to the people who help you manage your domestic energy, the people who do the clever meeting, metering, the remote control of your central heating. What the stock market will return in those circumstances is a lot harder to forecast. So, you know, it was trying to do that and seeing just how difficult it was and how great the challenges are made me decide actually sustainability is the exciting, sensible place to be. Interesting. What we've got really cannot endure and it's going to have serious financial consequences. And, you know, that's what the OXIF membership are looking at. Very interesting. So you, there was no kind of moral, ethical kind of Damascene moment for you. This, your, your kind of position move was, was really just based on economics and risk and, and you know, yeah. future gazing. Yeah. There are people in, in the sustainable finance sector who have, you know, really high morals and ethics. But, but you know, my ethics won't be your ethics and they won't be the ethics of a 21-year-old starting their career or an 18-year-old starting their apprenticeship. So I think the economic arguments are are relevant. They they can be modelled to a degree. The social and ethical 
moral aspects, those are down to the individual. But there are lots of products in the UK which reflect that. So ethical banking from Triodos and others, charity bank, people like that, um, a wide variety of pension funds and saving options. Some simply screen out bad companies, pornography, gambling, armaments. Others actively go looking for the new emerging technologies. So, you know, the thing is, the citizen can begin to steer their money where they want it to go to make their money good. Sure, sure. So obviously, big week coming up, good money week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, the, the danger of any of these things, and, you know, I count this podcast in the same vein, is that you, you get into a position where you're preaching to the converted, and, and, and that's not necessarily what, what needs to happen. How, yeah. how, does, how does good money week inter, intend to kind of reach out to those that are not already thinking thinking in the way that yeah. often people do. Well, we're, the, the polling has got some really interesting answers, and we'll use that to try and generate some sort of conventional media coverage. But we want to do a big social media push this year to highlight and spread the information on where you can find the good financial products. So we'll be flagging up some of the great thinking being done by people in the sector. We'll look to be sharing stories of people in financial services doing good things with their savings. So you know, looking for case studies and promoting case studies of people who've sat down, for instance, with a financial advisor. The financial advisors in this area are very good. They'll sit, sit you down and discuss what your values are. You know, are you worried about a particular uh, scientific issue or an ethical issue? Do you want to try and steer your money towards a particular geography, something like that? Do you want to try and steer it to Africa? There are funds which focus, you know, on development in Africa, for instance. So we'll try and publicize case studies like that. And we've done a, a new fairy tale animation, which you know, sort of introduces people to the idea just to, just to get them talking. And we're going to try and share that far and wide through, through, the, through the social media route. So um, you know, keep an eye on our Twitter and Facebook pages for more. Simon, it's been a pleasure talking to you. We wish you all the very best with uh, Good Money Week this week. Uh, we'll encourage our listeners to get involved in all that's going on across social, uh, but really appreciate your time. Not at all, Tom. Been great to talk to you. Let's all go and make our money good. Bye. Simon Howard there, Chief Executive of Uxif, uh, giving us the latest insight into ethical investing. If you're interested in, in getting involved in Good Money Week and the various initiatives and events that are happening this week, uh, then head over to the website, goodmoneyweek.com. There's loads of stuff happening between now and the 5th of November, so go check it out. As ever, please let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you think of Good Money Week, how you're getting involved. I'd love to hear from you. Always interested also to hear and understand what we can do to make things better here on The Better Business Show. You can email me, tomidle at narrativematters.co.uk. You can find me on LinkedIn or I'm on Twitter at tomidle. So that's it for another week. We'll be back again for our Friday 5 show on Friday lunchtime, so look out for that. But until next time, goodbye. This episode of The Better Business Show is brought to you in association with Triodos Bank, a global pioneer in sustainable banking using the power of finance to support projects that benefit people and planet. To find out more, head to triodos.co.uk.